0: Oh wait, let me get a lot of mints out now so I don't make any (laughs) noise during the podcast.
1: Welcome back to Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. Uh, I'm Pajiba contributor Dan (laughs) Hallamore. We're going to keep going. And with me, as always, are Pajiba TV editor Tori Preston.
2: Hi, Dan.
1: Hi. And uh, Pajiba's fearless leader, Dustin, the pain is what I enjoy, rolls. (laughs) Hello. Uh, That's just something that Dustin says sometimes, apparently. Sure, yes. Yeah. This week on the show, we're going to uh, talk about Riverdale. Dustin's Riverdale Recap will be back. Uh, We're also going to talk about music TV because for some reason there were three or there were a bunch of music related shows uh, that either premiered or came back this week. Uh, So that's going to be the focus. But before that, as always, what's everyone drinking? Dustin, why don't you go first this time?
0: Uh, this week I have something called uh, uh, Picton Bay. It's a Sauvignon Blanc from uh, <laughs> Bay and Joe's. Uh, and it is delicious. Can you it's say
2: like, the name of the wine again? Picton Bay. Not that Be- name.
0: Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, from God. the south. <laughs> that's what I always say when I mispronounce something. I'm from the, the South. South I don't of
2: France?
0: <laughs> how do you say Savignon Blanc? <laughs> like Pepe Le Pew? You're
2: doing great. That is thank exactly you. how you say it. I,
1: think it's, I think it's accurate. That's, yeah, that's what sounds good to
0: me. That
2: is the way a person who has zero pain in his mouth
0: that's right. pronounces <laughs> yeah. it. But seriously, I would definitely recommend this wine. This is like the first Trader Joe's wine that I would like legitimately like I will buy this again.
2: Ooh.
0: Next week, I will have it. It's <laughs> delicious.
2: So I, I picked up a random Trader Joe's wine. I didn't talk to the person this, this week. I just made a decision on my own, which was terrifying. Um, <laughs> but I got one that was like $8, and it's delightful. What's it called? Uh, it's something dumb. It's uh, No, it's <laughs> Le Porte de Bordeaux. Mm. <laughs> That's mm. it. It's a 2018 yeah. Bordeaux. Um, but it's fine. It's like easy to drink. It's, and it's a Bordeaux, a red or a white. It's a red. A, a red, yeah. Yes. Um. I don't hate red wine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I only like, I only hate the first half of the bottle of red wine. The second half I love. <laughs>
2: That's the beauty of red wine. Yep. Gets you in the end. <laughs> Wait, did we lose Dan?
1: No, you didn't. I had to mute for a second because I was coughing. Oh. Um, (laughs) I was coughing out of laughter, but also because I was sick over the weekend. Aw, everyone feels very sad for me. So I'm not drinking, and also I will do my best to not cough into the microphone. While I go and cough some more, we have a special return uh, for you, don't we, Tori?
2: Yes, it's the Riverdale Recap. Uh, Dustin, <laughs> I think you should take us back to Riverdale and tell us what's going on with that, uh, corpse rat.
0: It's been right. too long. <laughs> okay. So this is there's uh, this is the last episode for, I guess, maybe there's just a two week hiatus. I don't know. Anyway, the thing that there's been flashboards all season long and finally we caught up to the forwards. So this is what happened in this episode. Jughead wears a bunny mask to an Ides of March party after he's suspended from his prep school for alleged plagiarism. Uh, he is murdered. Betty is standing over him with a rock, and Archie asks, What did you do, Betty? Is
2: that it? That's, That's it. it? Yeah. <laughs> Why? So Betty killed him. So That's we what still. It looks okay, right. so we all know that Jughead is not really dead, right? Well,.
0: Presumably. I mean, it's Jughead.
2: It's Jughead. You can't kill him. But so they've been dragging out the, because they, it's like we've known he's been dead all season.
0: Right. We've seen him dead. We've seen the fight. We've seen him right. on, uh, on the corner's table. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen uh, Betty and uh, Archie and Veronica uh, arrested for his murder. And this way, we, we've seen him uh, dead. Wow. But we yep. still didn't see it actually happen. Correct. She's but just holding a rock. In this episode, um, s- somebody uh, utters the um, magic word that puts Betty in a fugue state. So when she uh, awakens from her fugue state, she's standing over Betty, uh, over Jughead with a rock.
2: Oh, that's right, because she has like another personality or something?
0: Dark Betty, yes. Dark Betty, right. Blame it, <laughs> Dark Betty. <laughs> right.
1: there's, a, there's a dark Betty?
0: Yes, she's brunette oh. and she wears leather and uh, see. Her dad's a serial killer, Dan. <laughs> she has the serial killer gene. Oh, okay, sometimes it naturally. So yes. this is related to uh, this is
1: where it crosses over with uh, Prodigal Son, Corey's yes. favorite yes. show. Oh my god,
2: I love <laughs>
0: to <have> Prodigal Son. <laughs> Dark so good. Blame a damn. <laughs> just introduce a little music to the mu- music episode. Oh, man. Since Dan's not going to play the ukulele. I know, that's uh,
2: not fair.
1: I'm a beginner and <laughs> not yet ready for uh, anybody to hear it. Maybe never. So just, uh, anyway, that's Dustin's <laughs> Riverdale recap. Thank you, Dustin, for that. Uh, despite Dustin's uh, angry rants about uh, the, the ukulele, Which uh, is a this week's show instrument. It is a lovely instrument. I don't know why Dustin hates it so much, but anyway. Um, but this week, uh, music television. Uh, I didn't come up with a clever name for it.
2: Untitled music television.
1: Untitled music television discussion. Um, uh, High Fidelity premiered on uh, last Friday, on the 14th, uh, as did Utopia Falls. Yeah. So we're going to talk about those two. Uh, but before that, Um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist returned on Sunday, uh, and they they actually premiered about a month ago um, in kind of this strange rollout NBC was trying where they they premiered the first episode uh, and then went away for about a month but then put it online everywhere, and so now they've been touting that, oh, it's been viewed on YouTube 40 million times, so look at how many people have seen Mm -hmm. it and how great it is. (laughs) Uh, And I was curious about it because the show finally returned to NBC on Sunday, and uh, I wanted to see how it did if the 40 million views on YouTube would translate into uh, big viewership, and it did not, but... uh, that being said, I still enjoyed the show. Um, the second episode was very much a second pilot, which often happens. But um, it kind of feels like now they're going to start the season because um, it, it it covered a lot of similar ground in terms of her trying to figure out her power and what's going on and how do I deal with this and yeah um,
2: and even had the like intro fake out musical number where she's the one singing
1: right um, right.
2: Yeah, it felt like another pilot. Like definitely yeah. something where it's like, we know everyone saw this several weeks ago and maybe <laughs> has forgotten it, but if you remembered to tune in, here's a refresher.
0: <laughs> right. Why did they put this on Sunday nights? Has anything ever done well on Sunday nights for a network in in years?
2: Well, I mean, Fox what? has their animation stuff, but like mm-hmm. I mean, even
0: that's even only does well specifically with like the 18 to 35 demo. But I don't
1: know, I I don't know where else you would put it, though, for, for NBC, because they, so Wednesday is all the Chicago's, Thursday hmm. is all, are there, is their comedy night, um, it's not a 10 o'clock show, so you couldn't put it after the comedies, um, and then the other Monday. Monday is Manifest night, so you can't put it with Manifest. I think you could. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is Manifest that good a show that you can just pair it with anything? Sure.
2: <laughs> well, they're both kind of about voices in your head.
0: You can just no, kind of true. pair it over on top of Manifest. <laughs> Nobody can
2: tell. So that you're happens.
0: watching at the same time. <laughs> yes.
2: It would make Manifest a lot more logical. <laughs>
1: um, and then Friday's crime. Tuesday is. Uh, I want to say Tuesday is uh, medical. I don't know what's on Tuesday. It really just doesn't feel like a Sunday what? show. But.
2: Is it Who has Masked Singer? Is that Fox or CBS? That's Fox. Oh, okay. Never mind.
0: Oh, I didn't uh, care the second episode, I, I must say. I thought it was very, very too cheesy. Like, <laughs> oh, this is, you can't do this for... It's just going to get more cheesy and more maudlin. And I love, I actually love um, the Boyfriend, but he's not great in this role either. I
2: love, I think the amount of cheese in it is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I love this show. Really? Yes.
0: I think I was off when they played Van Morrison. Is, yeah.
1: I think, uh, I think what, uh, what's important to know is that Tori's right and Dustin's wrong. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, fair. Uh um, Yeah, no,
1: it's a uh, yeah, it's, it's it's very it is cheesy, but to me it fits the storytelling and kind of the the peppy tone of it. Um the one thing that's that I wonder if they can sustain longer term is it's it's always tricky to me when a show has to rely on they're relying on actual music to uh
2: convey to move the
1: story along yeah. versus like uh Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, where, I mean, the the downside is that they had to write all their songs, but the good thing is that they got to write all their songs, so their songs could directly relate to whatever story they're telling, whereas here you're kind of trying to fit them both, in like you you have to pick songs and try to fit your story to it, and that's that's always a tricky way
0: to... Were those the actual lyrics to Sucker, or were they modified?
2: No, those were the actual lyrics.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, I mean... that's
0: what they're going to have to do, huh?
2: And they have to be recognizable songs, because mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. you know, that's the whole point. Right. Um, and I do think, yeah, like, the concept... I, yeah, I don't know how long they can string it out. And especially because even within, like, right now they're making it a plot point that the um, mechanics of her hallucinations are like don't make any sense (laughs) because she has the neighbor where she's trying to, like the neighbor is really into her, this delusion um, just because it's interesting. And so she's like, Oh, I want to like research and figure out how it works. And it's like nobody up until that point, nobody noticed that she was hearing all of this stuff and it goes on for, you know, minutes. It's a whole song and dance number that she witnesses. Um, and then she's in a coffee shop with her neighbor and she's able to maintain a conversation with the neighbor while it's all happening. And presumably the activity of ordering a coffee is on pause. So that's like, there are some interactions <laughs> that are real that she can have while still witnessing this delusion that is pausing right. everyone else. And it, it, it's all like they, the mechanics don't make any sense, and the show is like, oh yeah, no, we we have no idea. <laughs> like we're just gonna keep <laughs> our main character in the dark and like make a joke of it. Yeah. Um, so that's also which I like I don't mind, so I'm like at least they kind of are acknowledging it. <laughs> <laughs> but I also this is what I think, I wasn't expecting this, but in in the pilot when they do the Beatles number, um, I kind of realized like this is the most. 21st century show. It's just a show built on the very simple concept that flash mobs are terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I completely, I'm like, that is accessible. (laughs) It's like one woman's paranoia because flash mobs keep happening and no one can see them.
1: (laughs) Oh God. If it, what if they were actually flash mobs? That would be, that would be crazy. That would, that would be a horror, a horror movie or horror show.
2: Yeah. But like, that was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's, like, the numbers where it's, like, you know, it's one thing when it's the guy who has a crush on her, like, singing a love song and no one else can hear it, but then when it's, like, an emotion that, like, everyone in the room is sharing, and so they're all singing lines of it, and you're just mm-hmm. like, what the hell? <laughs> it's a flash mob. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a perfect amount of cheese. I also... It could get canceled any day, and I would not be surprised.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> well, it's mid-season, so it'll probably
2: it'll run play its string out. out. Yeah, it'll play yeah. out. Do you know how many episodes it was?
1: I want to say 13, but Ooh. that could be wrong. Um, it's, it's either 10 or 13,
2: yeah. is
0: my guess. Um,
2: it's kind of scratching I think it's going to
0: be really grating before 10 or 13.
2: Oh no, see I think it could go I'm hoping it goes the other way where it turns out it's like Selfie. Um where oh, like it has a yeah, terrible okay. concept but then you get really invested oh, in it and Selfie was really good. It was really yeah, good. Was really good. Yeah. And then it got canceled before they before they finished <laughs> the season but you know. Um, no, I'm into. I'm it. A sucker for you. <laughs>
0: Dog <Dark> Betty <Blam-a-Dam>. <laughs> <laughs> combining it all now uh that's called a mashup thank you you know what
1: else is a mashup tori
2: what dan
1: uh the next show we're thinking about talking about
2: oh are we gonna talk about utopia falls on hulu yeah
1: let's talk about utopia falls
2: wow um (laughs) should i explain what it's a mashup of
1: why don't you do that? Because okay. uh, you, you you had the uh, press release in front of you at
2: oh, one yeah. point. So the press release uh, billed this show, Utopia Falls, on Hulu, as the, quote, first ever sci-fi hip-hop television series, uh, which I don't really know if that needs to be said, because I don't, I mean, was anyone keeping score?
1: <laughs> if it was second, I wasn't going to watch it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, no, that's been done. Uh <laughs> But what it is, it is a, it is sort of a YA uh, concept. Uh, it's very much the Hunger Games meets kind of like Glee or Fame. Mm-hmm. So it's like dystopian future. Everything seem It's a little bit... Sh- it's probably closer to Divergent in the sense that, like, you know, everyone's kind of broken into factions and something happened a long time ago. Um but everyone, it, like, everyone's very peaceful. Everything's supposed to be fine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's, but like Hunger Games, there's this, like, event that happens every year. And, like, 16-year-olds get, like, a certain number of them um, can get chosen for it. And it's essentially a um, an artistic competition. It's a song and dance competition. So when people get chosen, they're excited. It's not like, oh, mm-hmm. God, I'm going to die. Right. Um, well, we don't know. I, I've only seen the first episode. episode. Maybe, maybe they do die. I'm not sure, uh, but they, uh, and it's all very hippy dippy and whatever. But then they find, uh, like a bunker, where all this because it's like at some point in the future they find all of this you know, historical evidence of like old culture and it's it's hip hop. They they discover hip hop in a bunker. <laughs> um, so let's see how that influences their uh performances and how it changes society. I think.
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's basically futuristic focus. Let's, let's dance.
2: Let's dance. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm into it. I don't care like it's it's like teenagers dancing around. I love it.
0: I just wanna
1: see who plays the lift character. <laughs> I did like that the uh that it, it in my head it makes me think that when they because because obviously the the dancing and the hip hop that they're learning is going to be deemed it, it was banned for a reason so it's considered bad for society right
2: but i don't think it's so i think that's the one thing from what i can tell and obviously again haven't watched the whole thing yet but <laughs> it's every everything was banned or forgotten mm-hmm. or, you know, locked away. It's like they kind of are starting society off with a fresh start. So I think the teenagers are, you know, discovering these certain eras of music, but I, it's not like, you know, country western, like, has, you know, that didn't get locked away. I assume all of it was locked away. Right. And forgotten, and it's sort of like the, you know, Library of Alexandria or something. It was just like right. but, but it's
1: not But like, it's not like they don't have, because they have this this dance and music competition, it's not like they don't have art or they don't have dance. It's it's like it's just like this basically what we consider modern music uh was forgotten. Right. Um, and locked away in this bunker.
2: And whatever uh, art they have been uh experiencing postmodern <laughs> is right. very boring. It's, I mean, it's like, you know, the dance is very much like when, when you're watching um, So You Think You Can Dance, and it's like, and then they do the contemporary, but it's like somebody just kind of like squatting in a leotard. And I know that it's dance, and it, it's a total thing, and they're like expressing, the, expressing their emotions, but that's like the entire society is built on contemporary dance. Right. Um, and you're just kind of like, well, someone please just do a salsa like, <laughs> like, shake your hips. So um, I'm hoping they shake their hips.
1: Well, I'm very excited to, to see what happens and when society inevitably does collapse, how that, that fight I'm assuming will be a dance fight and it will be amazing.
2: It'll, um, <laughs> it it's going to be, be a
1: hip hop battle for control of like the city <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, it's gonna be West Side Story. Um, why yeah. did they don't have Lin Manuel Miranda like working on this? Although you said, um, you know, is the collapse of society gonna be because they learn too many things from the voice of the computer, which is Snoop Dogg?
1: That's right. Snoop Dogg is the voice of the archive, and uh, in the in the second episode when there a couple of the twins start, I don't know what's going on with Dustin. Oh, <laughs> He's sorry. just
2: clearing his desktop. <laughs>
1: He just throw down his microphone in (laughs) disgust.
2: I'm deleting this.
1: (laughs) Uh, There was a moment in the early in the second episode where the two the first two teens who find the the bunker are kind of dancing and and he's like commenting on it like he's like yeah girl (laughs) so weird because like you're a computer but you're also very much Soup Dog just kind of riffing. (laughs)
2: So what you're saying is when society collapses because these teenagers learned about hip-hop, it'll actually mm-hmm. be directly Snoop Dogg's fault.
1: It will be Snoop. It'll be uh, uh, robot Snoop
0: Dogg's fault.
2: I love this show already.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, how many episodes did you see, Tori? Uh, the first one? Yeah, yeah me too. How many, <laughs> how many episodes did either of you plan on watching? All of them? You were going to watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm never watching <laughs> another episode. <laughs> no. One was enough.
1: I might, I might finish the second episode and then maybe skip ahead. Good to <laughs> I, see how it ends. I want to see the rap battle at the end. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, there better be
2: one.
1: I mean, I assume there's going to be one, right? Yeah,
2: there has to. They, be. they
1: very, they very, uh, they promised that when they used a video of Busta Rhymes, and I said, "How does he do that so fast? Like that means someone's going to learn how to rap like Busta Rhymes." Yeah.
0: Right? Well, if it turns into like sci-fi Step Up, let me know because then I might watch. It already it is already
1: sci-fi is. Step yeah. Up. It's not,
0: no, it's not Step Up enough. No, it's
2: <laughs> Step Up harder. I Dustin. See...
1: You don't get you don't get the the big dance battle in the in the first. All right, you know, all right. Well, tell me ten if like, minutes. out in the rain. And... Oh, Ooh. you want you want Step Up two? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're really picky. I mean, like, come on, Hulu gave us this treasure Mm
1: -hmm. on the
2: same day as the other higher profile show that they're actually marketing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The other music show that also released last Friday.
2: Yes, on Valentine's Day when everyone was absolutely watching Hulu.
0: (laughs) What show would that be?
2: That would be High Fidelity, oh. starring uh, Zoe Kravitz as mm-hmm. John Cusack.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs>
2: including wearing. I'm assuming his leather duster, which was fantastic.
1: Yes. Also, still named Rob.
2: Yeah. They, they,
1: mm-hmm. they made it. They found a way to make it work because her name's
2: Robin. Yeah. I just, I still want to grow up and be Zoe Kravitz, which is really hard because I'm like 10 years older than her. But I feel like if I just really focus, I could grow up to be her.
0: I have some, I have very complicated feelings about this show.
2: Because you love the book, right? So,
0: yeah, the book was like, it was like a touchstone. It was like, that was my 20s, and then I loved the movie, and I loved John Cusack in the movie. And then to watch the show. And to see Zoe Kravitz basically doing John Cusack, but I'm able to like separate myself. Cause it's, see, before when it was Cusack, I like, I see myself in this character. Right. Mm-hmm. But now she's female. And then I don't know what it is about it, but I'm like, oh my God, how fucking obnoxious was I for so many years? <laughs>
2: See, but, but you're experiencing what all women who watched High Fidelity I know. experienced, right. which was, oh my god, we know I'm, that guy, and he's fucking obnoxious. And like, also I men know. who
1: couldn't identify with John Cusack.
0: I'm in that so. I, thought, I was like, oh my god, this is so horrible.
2: Yeah, we all know that guy.
0: I know. I, the, how fucking. The, the site was built on that guy. <laughs> Like the fucking top fives and everything, the list and that I mean that it was all Nick Hornby and this and then Cusack and my my whole like shtick for a decade was that.
2: And I'm like, oh my god. But it worked out
0: tool. Yeah, yeah. It worked. Even
2: even John Cusack grew up. Now he makes uh the Raven. Right, but it's weird to see... <laughs> Thinking of John Cusack movies from the last time.
0: <laughs> I thought, okay, well, Zoe Kravitz is doing this, and therefore it will make this sort of personality cooler, but no, it, it drags her down, is what happens.
2: No, she brings the only amount of charm. Like, that's a thing. It's like, she makes... The, so the character... So what I... I, I appreciated that they, they did not fundamentally change the character... Yeah. All. Um, yeah. but she's so effortlessly cool mm-hmm. that when it's like she's basically being like a pretentious trash bag, and you're still like, <laughs> but it's but you can get away with it because you're Zoe Kravitz.
0: Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did, I mean, the whole thing just makes me wince, and just, just, not not because it's bad, it's just because it feels so. Uh,
2: the music, uh, I will say, the music has been updated and is yes very good. Um, I, ne- I have not related to anything harder than when she does the flashback to her first love and she's like in grade school listening to Frank Zappa and lying about it. And I was like, <laughs> like, other than lying about it, I used to just get in trouble for singing his songs out loud. And then the parents would talk to my parents cause I shouldn't be singing that in front of their kids. And it was like a whole thing. But like, <laughs> I was like, this show is so real. <laughs> Oh. You, know, did,
0: did you guys, you you must have spent hours talking, making mixtapes, right? They're playlists now, but you no. spent hours making.
2: No, my boyfriends would, and then oh, they'd yeah. explain every it. choice, and I had to be yeah. like, "Oh no, I really get it." <laughs> <laughs> no, I received mixtapes, and it was on. They would burn CDs. I don't think I ever had any tapes, but I did get oh, CDs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I could play them in my car, and I'd be like, "Yeah, this is great."
0: <laughs> but when you went to a bar, you did have like top five. You just talked about top fives like for hours, right? <laughs> no, no, oh. I just... think Dustin's
1: trying to. Are you trying to make yourself feel better that <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just you who maybe. based your personality
0: yeah. on Nick Hornby? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I had friends, and we all discussed. <laughs> top we know fives. you had
2: friends, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> No, I but so so my problem was I understood the appeal. Um, I can't make a decision with a gun to my head, so the idea of making a top five of anything, Ooh. I would cheat. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't do it. Oh, huh. I, I'm not, I can't, I can't even order dinner. Like, I can't look at a menu and pick one thing that I want. <laughs> like, I can't tell you my top five songs of all time. <laughs>
0: No, I, ah, hmm.
2: It's a painful experience to even think about trying. Are you able to do that? Like, right now, if I asked you what are your top five show, songs, you could riff them off?
0: Me and my kids, we talk about it all the time. This is what we do. We talk about huh. our favorite movies or, you know, our three favorite shows. or It's still a thing that we do.
2: Well, I mean, The Mandalorian.
0: Well, right. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. And the uh, my other podcast that I used to be on it was the top five shows of the week. I mean, it was all sort of like.
2: So your you other know, podcast was a Nick podcast. Kind
1: of,
0: yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Dustin, I don't appreciate you mentioning your your other podcast on this show. That's yes. a this is a different show, completely, <laughs> I brand new and changed. And
2: I just feel like we're letting, letting him down. Like, do maybe, I
1: maybe? Yeah, do we need more structure? Is that what you want? No, no. Do you no.
2: want... I mean, I can try to make decisions on in, in <laughs> units of five.
1: We can. We could do top five shows a week, but i got to be honest, I don't see anything beating The Mandalorian anytime soon.
2: Yeah. Mm. And you so. refuse to talk about Manifest, so at most we're going to get top four.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> And uh, yeah, but like, and also, like, everybody has that 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 moment after a breakup where they start calling old girlfriends, right? Hmm. Okay, that's at least that's not. Wait, that's do
2: you? No, you talk to your exes?
0: No, no, I don't anymore. Not, I mean, I'm old now, but in my twenties, <laughs> sure.
2: Oh God, no! I would never you, talk to an ex. No. Really? Well, not never. I mean, like, if they reach out to me, like, sometimes they try to be friendly, and I can, like, sometimes it transitions into a friendly thing, but, like. Right. No, I was never the brokenhearted, like, I'm going to reach out to everyone I broke up with thing. It was, like, I I scorch earth.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Like, if they want to try and be friendly with me, I'll entertain it, but, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, a brokenhearted, like, texter or caller.
1: Right. No. Now I feel weird, because I feel like I've maintained friendships with several.
2: Because well, you're a good person.
1: Yeah. Uh, jury's out on that. <laughs> I think I just uh, pretend to be a good person.
0: You're very convincing. Yeah.
1: Which yeah. is why I identified with Jake Lacey's character, because he's just a good guy. And, he you is know, a
0: good guy. He's yeah. a very good getting,
1: guy. Getting beat up. like I saw that, I'm like, I'm not... I'm not a handsome white guy, but other than that, I I understand his plight because he's just confused. He's like, what? Just tell me what you want, and you won't tell me, and
0: you're playing with my head. What's weird is, like, I could not think for the life of me. What was his uh, counterpart in uh, High Fidelity, the movie?
1: Jake Lacey? Yeah. There is none, because th- that's the that was the big thing that they built for to make it a series. I think. I mean, because his yeah, he doesn't have an analog in the uh, in the movie. Oh.
2: So wait, which character? Because Lisa Bonet was in the movie.
1: So Lisa yeah, Bonet was, was the uh, the young. Uh, the oh, man? I don't know if you've seen. You may not have met him yet. Okay. Where you are in the in the series, okay. but there's a they do have a a young musician who comes in and basically is that role.
2: Oh, the guy, Liam or whatever.
1: The uh, one
2: who have they? I just saw where they went into the club and he was singing like um, "Boys to Men." Yeah,
1: when they go into the club and they say, "Is this fucking Boys to
0: Men?"
2: Yeah, and then it's yeah. him doing like a yeah, very yeah, sultry cover of it. Yeah, mm. okay. Oh yeah,
0: it was really good too, wasn't it? It was pretty it was good. Soulful, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beaver esque version of, uh, yeah,
2: and then of course his name's Liam and he's yeah it was so
0: <laughs>
2: it was such like so of a type.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying the show, sort mm-hmm. of. I just wincing a lot,
1: <laughs> but wincing at yourself, yes. not at the not at the show,
0: right? And, and and I wonder how other people feel about this character because you know are they like sort of. They find her cool. Or do they think that she's a jackass, or I don't? Well, I don't. I don't understand.
2: Well, I think, I think Zoe Kravitz is cool no matter what. I think the character, mm-hmm, sure. and this is what I appreciate about the show, is that like her being so cool really underscores just how like the character was never cool. Right. It was it, like always a wreck. Right. And it was sort of the thing and, it, you know, it, it did kind of make sense because there was that time where like when June, John Cusack did any of these sort of neurotic characters, it was like he made it seem cool.
1: Right. He, can, he was, uh, I mean, not that they have the same energy, obviously, but, but like he, he can carry or, it yeah. and make it feel like, oh, this is OK, right. even when it's not.
2: It's not like remember in Con Air where he's wearing like sandals the whole time and it's like, that's <laughs> not cool. You're a government agent. Like put fucking closed toed shoes on. But you're like, oh, it's John Cusack. Like it's kind of cool anyway.
0: Oh like, yeah, I didn't. I I yeah, <laughs> it didn't work for me. <laughs> Cusack gets like high fidelity and goes Point Blank and Say Anything, uh, but, uh, you, you know, but you know.
2: But no, but even like say anything. Like if a, yeah. if somebody showed up outside of your house with a boombox, he's box, a stalker. He's like yeah, <laughs> like
1: I don't he's a stalker know. who has no direction.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like it's harmless, but like also not emotionally healthy.
0: Mm, okay, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you've done that, haven't you, Dustin?
0: <laughs> mean, not that specifically.
2: <laughs> what what version you know, I saying, of it? I,
0: I was I was a big fan of grand romantic gestures that sometimes might have felt uh, invasive in a certain context. <laughs>
2: I'm going to need some details. <laughs>
0: no, I, I mean, nothing specific. I just that's... Yeah. And at, at the time, it didn't feel wrong.
2: Well, but I think that's also kind of what's unique, is, like, at the time, it was... You know, like, art, and it, it's not that... We're getting better at calling out boundaries that right. should right. be in place. But yeah, right. I mean, if you look at movies from the 80s and even into the 90s, there was a certain level of like...
0: And probably into the 2000s.
2: And into the 2000s. Yeah. It yeah. probably yeah. like,
0: never should have been cool. like right. never should have been a thing. Right. Right. And, and yet it was,
1: sort of. It's like the way that a lot of people have learned the wrong lesson from Fight Club.
2: Exactly. Like, yes. they're, they're completely missing. But on the other yeah. hand... You know, you you need someone who's, who can make that character seem cool in order to watch it. Right. Like, you need a John Cusack or you need a Zoe Kravitz because if you get, like... I mean, you can't put... What, what's his name? Um, Chris Kattan. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, then Generally it's very clear Kattan that this character is idea. inappropriate in ways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was a good example. <laughs> like, you cannot put Chris Kattan in that role. No,
2: like you would not watch that show
1: because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that Ooh. would
2: be disgusting. So, um, so I mean, that's kind of the catch twenty two: is you have to have a cool actor, but you also, you know, you hope that the material shows that the right. character is not cool.
1: <laughs> right. And I think I think that they they did a good job with that. Um, and I also thought that they uh, the. It's funny because it feels so much like a remix because there, um, there are a lot of lines from both the movie and the book thrown in, um, but they're in different contexts slightly. So, so they kind of pop up here and there, and you're like, "Oh, that's from." If you really know the the movie or the book, then it's like, "Oh, that's from that part." But they moved it here to this character, and that's cool.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I like I the, the way they time. revision like all the different characters. Like I. You know, I think it's a well, it's a very well produced show and well thought out show. Like, I appreciate yeah. it. Um, and how much that they changed while still sort of keeping the essentials. Yeah, they, yeah, they
0: did. I don't really like the Jack Black analog, it's too, I don't, it's too almost on the nose, I guess. I don't know exactly. Like, I love what they did that with uh, Todd Louise. Character, mm-hmm. uh, Simon is that the same? Yeah, yeah. But the Jack Black character that doesn't for me.
2: Uh, it works. It works for me.
0: Um, I like it that because
1: she's not as mean. Yeah. Um, oh, like she's still
2: mean. abrasive. She's yeah. Still she's like,
1: abrasive, but not like Jack Black. Like the I remember in the original in the movie Jack Black's his portrayal of that. He was so mean, so cruel that I was so. I was so upset at him. You were. I was. I like. I hated him. And then, and then you get to the ending, and he sings. I'm like, oh my god, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. But,
0: <laughs> but, but up until that point, feel... I was like, why do they tolerate him? He he's was such making such fun a... of '80s Stevie Wonder and the part-time lover era. You're like, yes, <laughs> yes, that Stevie Wonder is terrible. <laughs> part-time lover.
2: But I also, I mean, I think the real problem is you, they went through so much effort to update this, but it's still about a failing record store in, you know, in New York City. Right. I'm like, they cannot afford that rent. <laughs> I, I, they get a I, lot yeah, about New York even, very right. but
0: Record stores would do not work, but if you put a bar and a record store together, how awesome would yeah, that be? Yeah, but then
2: you have to trust people not to pour the drinks on the records. Oh, yeah, you're
1: going to lose a lot of records. Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah. Uh, But no, so that, you know, that was a little bit hard for me. I'm like, how does she have that giant apartment that's super cool and, like, all these great clothes and a whole record store that gets, like, one (laughs) person walking in a day and half the time they turn them away?
1: Right. They they make it work. It's magic. New York magic.
2: (laughs) New York magic. It's so,
1: it's
0: worth watching, I think. Yeah, it's
1: definitely worth watching. Look, all three of these shows are worth watching. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Emphatically yes.
0: <laughs> one uh, of these shows is worth watching.
2: No. One is
0: one is worth fumbling through maybe for a, a few <laughs> weeks. Utopia Falls is just don't.
2: I mean Dustin, it's, I think you just need to think about the kids in the mm-hmm. future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those kids, they need to uh, they need discover to, Snoop Dogg. They need yeah. to discover Snoop Dogg, mm. and uh, and hip hop. Um, I don't have a good transition, but
0: uh,
2: you know who's how about great this? at hip hop.
0: Yes,
1: that's, that's where I was headed.
2: <laughs> who's
0: yep. great at hip hop, Tori? I also feel like I've done all the singing tonight, and neither of you contributed. To our s- musical, well,
2: okay, podcast. So I originally asked Dan, um, "I'm gonna, s- I'm, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take <laughs> Dan's thunder." <laughs> so the game tonight is Untitled Mark Evan Jackson game, yes. and when he announced it, I immediately requested that Dan perform in full with the ukulele, the Sparks Nevada theme song, and which
1: I vetoed immediately.
2: Yes, you promptly refused, um, and. I'm still really upset about that, and I'm trying to get over it. <laughs> um, for the sake of, should we you know, save
0: that for the rant? If you want to rant about standing, I'm
2: just saying maybe <laughs> one of us needs to sing it. I maybe, don't know what you're
0: talking about, so I can't do it.
1: Yeah, I also don't know the theme song. Do you guys? Um, oh my god, <sighs> what is? I mean, like I don't, Lava? I don't know it offhand, and uh, and I am, as I've stated earlier on this podcast, I believe. Uh, I'm a beginner at the the ukulele, and uh, I do not know... I can barely play, like, three basic chords, and none of them in the Sparks Nevada song, so... uh, Look, maybe someday. Maybe someday it'll happen, but right now uh, now all we can do is play the Untitled Mark Evan Jackson game, (laughs) which, as Tori has already stated, she requested... uh, So it's weird because Mark Evan Jackson, there isn't that much on the internet about him, which is probably good for him. Um, Not because there'd be anything nefarious, just because, like, you know, you should have your private life. Um, So basically this game is a collection of questions about either Mark Evan Jackson or shows he has been on. Um, And uh, some of the the first couple will be... uh, will be multiple choice, because I don't know how you'd get this otherwise. Um, And then the others will be more specific. Uh, So you guys ready? We're ready. All right. So this first question, multiple choice. Where was Mark Evan Jackson born? Uh, Evanston, Indiana. Incorrect. Dustin has already answered incorrectly. So now Tori (laughs) can answer after listening to To the 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 options. options. Thank you. Your uh, options are Buffalo, New York. Charlotte, North Carolina, Chicago, Illinois, or Toronto, Canada?
2: Oh. I'm gonna say uh, Chicago.
1: Incorrect. Good it's guess. Toronto. But no, he was no. born in Buffalo.
2: He was born really? in Buffalo. Oh.
1: He was born in Buffalo. So, Tori's at zero. Dustin's at minus one for answering oh before God. the options were... Uh, I said I just, it was multiple choice. and I you know, just, I understand, just, but just, I just
0: had a really good feeling about Evanston. Indiana. Well, that's
1: what happens when you uh, go against the rules. Uh, okay, this second question <laughs> is also multiple choice. So, okay. there will be options presented to you. Uh, so, Mark M. Jackson is known as someone who came up through improv. Um, and... Uh, so what what theater did he first kind of like come up in? Uh, your options are UCB in New York, uh, Second City Chicago, Second City Detroit, or Improv Olympic
0: Chicago.
2: Second City Detroit.
0: I'm gonna go with Improv Olympic Chicago. Uh, Tori is correct.
1: Oh. He came up in Second City Detroit, which I believe no longer exists, but. Um, uh, Dustin deciding to pick The Devil's Theater
0: Which is interesting uh, So it's Tori One point Dustin minus one Well I knew that it Couldn't have been Second City Because I would have Heard about it But it was Second City it literally was. No but not Second City Chicago Because like oh, okay. Every podcast You ever listen to Is uh, in, in, Includes somebody From Second City Chicago And they talk about Everybody they've Ever been in through
1: That's because Everybody's been through Second City Chicago right. Except Mark right. Evan Jackson Apparently Yeah who went from Detroit to LA? Um, all right. Uh, this one. Okay. So this is uh, now we're getting to like specific questions. Um, this is a uh, this is a show that Mark Evan Jackson is on currently. He voices two brothers, uh, Bradford and Bentley. Uh, this is a cartoon that is currently airing. Ducktales. Correct. Dustin oh my God, got really?
0: it. <laughs>
2: It
1: is indeed DuckTales. It is. He's joking. the
2: buzzard.
1: He's, the t- he's two of the three buzzards. Even I have But here's the thing. I don't one.
2: think that he, he's only voiced one of them so far, I think. Uh,
1: according to the internet, he's voiced two of them. Okay. But not the third. Well, the internet is always right. That's what I assume. God damn it. Um, so Dustin, back to zero. Back Thank to zero
2: and stealing a decktails And stealing the
0: deck tales. So Totally. Uh, I was just said that because, to be funny,
2: <laughs> No, it's, it was Tori's show. <gasps> Did you not watch the end of the second season? I never you, watched You know
1: what's it. funny that Dustin's going to get a bonus point for stealing that from Tori. <laughs> uh, so now it's one to one. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, all right. <laughs> Uh, But Tori Because the next question Is Dustin specific Tori You can get A bonus point If you get this one right Um,
2: Oh god Don't put the pressure on me
1: So Mark Evan Jackson Played He had a recurring role On this show That Dustin loved Uh, He played a waiter He was also A love interest It had
0: Jenna Fisher And it was called Um Shit
2: (laughs) Friday Night Lights (laughs) No Tori's incorrect (laughs)
1: He was a love interest for Diane Farr. I know. I can
0: see it. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of a dick. I did like the show. kind of a dick in this role. And it had um, Kate Hudson's brother in it, (laughs) Oliver, and it was called Splitting Up Together. Correct. Uh, Dustin gets
1: one point. Not two, because that was his question. Uh, Probably after the buzzer, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, okay, <laughs>
2: we'd have to have a buzzer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right, so this next question is uh, worth up to three points. You can get there because because there there are multiple answers. Okay. Um, so you can you can give me multiple answers.
2: Okay.
1: Um, Mark and, Mark Evan Jackson has been in three different Mike Shore shows. Uh, name the three characters.
2: Sean, Kevin right. Cosner, mm-hmm. and.
1: Tori's already got two of the
2: three. Nice. Probably someone on Parks and Rec, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I know. All right, the third one's tough. It's uh, his, He was a lawyer on Parks and Rec named Trevor Nelson. Ooh. <laughs> but spelled with two S's for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but uh, Tori has taken the lead back three to two because she got two of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, Dustin grumbling over there in his corner. Hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, so this last round is going to be, I'm going to be describing shows to you that he was on. These are all shows where he only played, um, I think he only appeared once in
0: any of them. But. Were any uh, of these so, on the Spectrum Network? Uh,
1: oh none of them are Spectrum Originals. <laughs> <All right>. Spectrum, <laughs> where they also now have a show called Manhunt, which is oh. based on... Uh, It's a. It's about the Atlanta uh, Olympic bombing case, uh, which no one has ever explored in media before. So, um, if you if you want to know what happened to Richard Jewell, then you should watch Manhunt on Spectrum Originals.
0: (laughs) I just saw the Richard Jewell movie. Why would I need to watch a
1: series? I had never heard of that movie, but there is a TV series (laughs) on Spectrum. (laughs) Uh, Only on Spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. This, okay, so I'm going to describe the show because I don't know who its characters are most of the time. Okay. Uh, this is a show, it's on Netflix. It is, uh, it's about female wrestlers. Glow. Oh, I think it was a tie.
2: No, I said it first. Did what? you say it
1: first? <laughs> <laughs> Tori's real confident about that. Uh, <laughs> Dustin with the bell. Uh, I'm going to give you both a half point because I don't, okay. I, I It was really close Uh, Three and a half to two and a half Tori in the lead Uh, (laughs) This show was on FX, it was about a couple Who were both terrible to each other Um, You're the worst? One was a Correct, you're the worst He played a therapist, randomly Uh, His character name, according to IMDb Was therapist, so Tori's up four and a half To two and a half Uh, This could be the game um, okay, this was a TV show on TNT. It was about a female cop and Justice. her best friend who Rosoleon a... Isles.
0: Correct.
2: <laughs> You're just throwing ice in a glass.
0: No, that's no. Oh sorry, that's slack. Oh. Oh. Jeez. Uh, that's
1: correct. He was on Rizzoli and Isles playing Doctor Hart. Uh, did you was, have
0: anything to do with that
1: episode? Dan? I did not, but uh, he, was a, he was a L.A. medical examiner, and uh, I may have freaked out when I saw that he was uh, cast <laughs> and did not go to meet him because I was terrified. Um, <laughs> four and a half to three and a half, Tori still in the lead. Uh, let's see. Okay. This TV show was on ABC. It ran for three seasons. It was a sitcom. Um about a bunch of friends in Chicago. Happy endings. Correct.
2: Uh,
1: Mark Evan Jackson played a fishmonger in one of the Thanksgiving episodes. I, I think he sells Dave. He he sells Dave his his uh, clams when he's like, I'm going to give you a proper Native American thing, and um, <laughs> he trades. I believe he trades a leather jacket for clams. I don't know. It's real weird. I might have watched that show too many times, um, <laughs> but. We're tied, four and a half to four and a half. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, this is going to be, let's see, this is crazy. I don't know what to do. Um,
2: and I So you're sticking just to his TV appearances?
1: It's only TV, yes, okay. because this is a TV it's podcast. not a TV podcast. Not a, not a, so we're not going to talk about that he was in a Transformers movie or in... A, we would do that if this were a movie podcast. Right. Well, so Sorry. we're
2: not going to talk about his greatest character name?
1: We're not going to talk about Sparks, Nevada. No, not Nevada. that one. Oh, which one?
2: Um, he, he was in Kong Skull Island, and his character's name, I believe, is like Landsat Steve or something like that. <laughs>
1: it's, and l- let me, me guess, he has the Landsat Yes, phone? he does.
2: Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> and that is his entire role. He follows him around with the Lancelot. Lancelot.
1: I have not seen that, but now I kind of want to watch just his scenes.
2: Yeah. He's great. <laughs> He's very unamused by all the Kong happening on the island.
0: <laughs> all right, how about this show? Yeah, obscure um, show that only I would know. Dan. God damn! Uh, no.
1: This is a another half-hour comedy, <laughs> another romantic comedy. Oh, I'm not um, going to know it, <laughs> but it was. Uh, it was it it, it was like uh, it was about dating and but it was kind of like it would jump into like flights of fancy all of a sudden.
2: Oh, that one with Jay Bruchel, or whatever his name is. And uh,
1: on oh, FX, was, what was it called? It was. Uh, I don't know what that was called. Uh, he played a judge on this on this show. He is credited as Judge. As um,
0: judge.
2: Nobody remembers uh, the name of that show.
1: You've uh, you've run out of time, but you both had the right show in mind. It was Man Seeking Woman.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, I was going right, to
1: say Divorced so s- Again. <laughs> that would have been a close guess, but <laughs> not quite. Um, okay. How about so? Still four and a half to four and a half. Uh, this show. Uh, which one did I pick? Okay. This show. Is a period piece. Uh, it's set in. Oh shoot! Another period. Did, well, correct. I don't actually know when it's set, but doesn't matter uh, because Tori got it. <laughs> it was another period. He <laughs> played captain. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. uh-huh. So basically, Tori's won the game. Uh, this is a close one. Congratulations, Tori. Dustin uh, doing his best cheating, but it could not did not work.
2: Look. I'm really happy that I won, but it's, it feels, it's a real, it's not the kind of, it's not the type of one, win I would have liked if I had gotten the DuckTales <laughs> question, you know, or if somebody had sung the Sparks Nevada theme song to me. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know if we're legally allowed to sing the Sparks Nevada theme song.
2: It's from a podcast. We're a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, that podcast sharing thing. Yeah. Right? We're, It's okay You know Fair podcast use (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Well unfortunately You did not get The DuckTales song But despite Despite that And despite Dustin's cheating You did You did win (laughs) And so uh, You get to assign The rant Or rant yourself If you'd like to Uh,
2: No I feel like My rant I've already Rant uh, My rant is over Um, Dustin I think you should rant It's been a while
0: What am I going to rant about This week
2: (laughs) Um, I don't know, Dan. Oh, ukuleles. We heard you hate those. I
1: don't. I don't hate <laughs> ukuleles. Apparently, you do. And so, sixty seconds is on there's, the clock. Wait,
0: wait give, give me, like, There's got to be something that I hated this week, uh, besides <laughs> uh, Utopia Falls, and I didn't care for Zoe's uh, extraordinary playlist. Um, God, you
2: hate Joy? Why don't you just? How about something that you hated that you're hate correct joy. about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I know, you know what I did really strongly dislike this week? I've seen, and i watched the first two in, uh, shows, speaking of happy endings, um, a friend Dresher and, um, Adam Polly have a show. Oh, <gasps> right. It's, it's a sitcom on, I don't know what station it is on, Probably CBS. feels like a CBS show, yeah. but I don't think it's actually on CBS. Oh. I think it's Fox. Indebted, right? That's yes. the show? It's terrible. <laughs> um. But I kinda can't not watch it because it's it's Steven Weber is in it too, and it's like uh, Adam Pally and his wife. It's uh, so Abby and, Elliott, right? Oh yeah, that's right, who it is, and I love Abby Elliott, and they play um, like the parents have to come back and live with them because they ran out of money. So basically, it's that kind of show, and like all the jokes are at the parents' expense. And, but Stephen Webber is fantastic. He's like an Uber driver trying to, you know, make ends meet, and friend dresser is friend Rusher. and yet it's terrible. And yet everybody in it is fantastic. But it's a laugh track sitcom, and it's just... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep going. I just wanted to play it. Well, well that's all I got. got. <laughs> don't bother, is what I'm saying. But it's a great Except character. that you, you seem to like it. Well, no, I don't. I just like the cast. Mm-hmm. But you like, like the cast enough that you want to keep watching. I want to support them. <laughs> because I feel like they need support. Particularly Abby Elliott, who hasn't, you know, who's the daughter of, my, of Chris Elliott, who is responsible for my favorite Letterman bit of all time.
1: I don't think you've ever talked about that before, Dustin.
0: That can't be true. You're <laughs>
1: making fun of me now. No, I'm not <laughs> making fun of you at all. Uh, anyway, I think we're going to uh, we're going to end there, uh, partially because Tori's audio just cut out. So, oh, uh, we might as well, uh, yeah, we might as well just go. Uh, Good time. Thanks, uh, thanks everybody. This is this is uh, I I don't want to jinx it, but I think this episode is kind of shorter than last week. So oh. we're getting better. Um, anyway, uh, we'll be back next week with more stuff, and hopefully I won't be sick. Uh, bye everybody. Goodbye.